Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Nick Santiago. Nick, you're the president, CEO, and chief market strategist for InTheMoneyStocks.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Nick, what was your journey into becoming a trader? Because that's where you, you kind of started, right? It, it, which has kind of led you to uh, what you do today. Yeah, believe it or not, my, what got me hooked in the markets was, I, I'm from New York, so everything is market-related in New York. But um, I had gotten ill at one time in my life, and I went to the doctor's office, and the, guy, the doctor saw me reading the Wall Street Journal. I was 19 years old. And he said, hey, kid, I got a tip for you. And I said, oh, yeah. And he gave me the tip and he showed me this company that was going to make an over-the-counter AIDS test. And I invested in it. First trade I ever did in my life. I made $10,000 inside of six months. And I was completely hooked. Suffice to say, I lost that $10,000 in, in, the, in the following six months. So yeah. I, I learned a lesson that this isn't such an easy business. But uh, that's basically the start of the markets for me. And later I became a stockbroker. And then I, I really just didn't like the hard selling. Um, and I started to gravitate towards the trading part of it. And I started to wonder what moves markets? Why, why do markets go up? Why do they go down? It's, it's not as random as a coin toss. What, what does it? And I started to really look into the charts and I started to read the money flow. And I actually started to get good at it. And uh, at some point, I just said, I'm going to go and trade my, my own money. And I was doing that and successfully doing it. And somebody came to me and they said, hey, would you show me what you do? How did you learn that? And I said, yeah, sit down, I'll show them. And next thing I know, they referred me to teach them to somebody else and I, it became a business. And I, I went to my partner, who is now my partner, I said, hey, I think I got a business here. Um, hmm. Would you want to jump in? I think this is gonna grow. And he jumped on board and um, that was 13 years ago and here we are. Uh, in the middle of coronavirus, and we're successfully <laughs> trading this market. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, again, as of when we're recording this, we're right in the midst of, you know, where everything is shut down. And here we are, just, and the markets are, uh, you know, I, I'm surprised you were able to break away here for just a little bit to do this interview uh, because it's just such a tumultuous uh, time as of when we're recording this right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, it'd be nice to know. So uh, to the future us that are now listening to this as is published live a couple months from now, man, I wonder what happened to the market. Uh, but I suspect like you do uh, that, you know, eventually we'll get to a point, it'll bottom out. And then people like me are going to be like, holy crap, it's deal time and uh, jump in and, and uh, get well positioned. I'm in agreement with that. I, I actually um, was playing the bear side, which was the downside of the market until recently. And now I'm looking to buy stocks. So I've been buying stocks actively since last Thursday. Wow. And um, we're going to be volatile this year. But I will oh, tell yeah. all, all of your uh, all, all of all the people that view this program is that you want to be in this market by the end of the year. We're going to get another monster move up and take advantage of it. It may seem scary. 
It may seem frightening to jump back in, but that's when you have to do it. When everyone else is fearful, you have to get greedy. Yeah. So to everybody right now who is like way under on their portfolio, what do they do? This shouldn't, this shouldn't, this shouldn't be rocket science, yeah. but Nick, go ahead and tell us anyway. Yeah. I mean, if you're way under on your portfolio now, you really just got to ride the course and yeah. um, again, buy more. Um, that's not normally my strategy as a trader. As a trader, I'm in and out so quickly. Sometimes mm. I could be in a trade in five minutes today. I got out of you know, three trades today in, in you know, the, before the uh, noon hour. So um, I, again, it's a very, very fast market. But for the most, for the most part, if you're a long, longer term trader, you want to be involved in this market, at least by the end of the year, get ready. We'll have a rocket ship ride back up. And um, again, you know, you get things like the coronavirus, which is really unprecedented. We've never really had this happen, but it's all the same. You know, you, you have to realize um, you got to buy stocks when everybody hates them and you got to sell them when everybody loves them. Yeah, yeah. I want to get back into your history in just a moment. But, uh, you know, another thing that we're dealing with this year, of course, is the presidential election. And so without necessarily getting political about it, I mean, election years can create volatility as well. And I think that, you know, potentially, uh, you know, you've got, uh, you know, particularly, I think when you looked at the, uh, you know, the current sitting president and, you know, who was for a while there looking, you know, with Bernie Sanders looking like he was the front runner. Of course, that changed up. And now as of when we're recording this, it, it looks very solidly like it's going to be Biden. Um, so how, do, how, do the, how do presidential elections uh, affect the stock market? They, they have a big impact on the stock market. In fact, the Democratic primary has been really um, a roller coaster ride because the healthcare stocks with the rise of Bernie Sanders has been, they, those stocks have been tanking. Mm. So if you own the United Health or a Cigna or uh, Umana, these companies have really been hammered. Once Bernie Sanders fell out a little bit and Joe Biden took over, those stocks have come up like a, like a rocket ship. So uh, again, um, when you, and whenever you get elections, especially a presidential election, it really um, can be a volatile year. And you know, this time around, it looked like President Trump was going to slide right in there. But with the economy falling right now, yeah. and uh, a lot of people are going to uh, look at the handling of this coronavirus, um, it could be a tough, a tough run for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So take me back to when you're uh, a stockbroker. Is it like, you know, kind of like a Glen Gary, Glenn Ross, Wolf of Wall Street? I mean, is it, is it, it kind of like that? or It really is like that. Um, it wasn't so much like Wolf of Wall Street. It was more like Glen Gary, Glenn Ross, as you were, um, you know, given leads and you just basically cold called. I mean, they didn't. The firm doesn't care how you get a client. They just want you to get clients. Yeah. And you know, the the most known way is cold calling. So um, you would cold call businesses, and um, you get rejected five hundred times a day, and maybe wow. you get maybe you get one or two leads and a sale. And you go through that every single day. And it was a very, very tough grind. Um, at some point, when you built up a big enough book and you became good at the profession, uh, that worked out. Believe it or not, a lot of my old clients are members of In The Money Stocks, and they pay just a fraction of what I used to charge them as a commission. So they really uh, like the new business a lot better. Yeah, no kidding. Um, and so 
I mean, did did you, I mean, does your conscience, I mean, did that kind of go into it or did you, yeah. I mean, I'm just curious about, you know, again, how that's portrayed in Hollywood, yeah. you know, well, is eventually some people are like, I just can't do this anymore. I feel like I'm not being ethical with people, but well, I mean, again, if you can get them into a good, if you know, you into a good product, I mean, obviously you can help people make great money. Absolutely. And the funny thing about it with me was I was always gravitating more towards the trading side. So I wasn't the guy that was telling you about the next great biotech, like the Wolf mm. of Wall Street was yeah. making up some story. I would just show the, the, um, the potential client the chart. And I would say, hey, you see when this happens, the stock is going to move up to this level. And I would show them on the chart how the stock moves. And, you know, even to this day, I boast an 82% to 85% success rate. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of unheard of in the business. Wow. Uh, I'm not an overwhelmingly heavy trader, meaning I don't use a lot of share size, but I'm consistent. And as long as you're consistent and you continually make those gains, you're going to have a very, very good lifestyle ahead of you. And that's what I've been able to do for myself and also for all of the members of InTheMoneyStocks.com. Yeah. So um, why does somebody teach others how to, I mean, obviously there's a business in there, um, but what if someone was kind of uh, really skeptical and said, well, if you're doing so well, just keep doing your own trading and you know, you don't need to sell people anything. It's a great question. And I'm going to show you why I figured you'd ask that. And I'm going to show you this book right here. This book is written by what I like to call my mentor, William yeah. Delbert Gann. And um, he wrote this book in the forties uh, towards the end of his retirement. And he was a trader all through the 1900s and probably known as one of the most successful traders. And one of the things I was never going to teach, I never thought I would even get into this, yeah. but he said, why do people write books? And he said, some people write it for fame and ambition, but the writer who does the greatest good for his readers and for himself is the man who writes with a sincere desire to help others. So if I benefited from his work, I just thought it was only fitting that I would help others benefit as well, as long as they want to. If they don't want to, I, I don't care if they, they come mm -hmm. here or not. Um, but the bottom line is, um, if you talk to any of the members that have trained under me, um, most of them have become pretty successful. Those that don't have what it takes, maybe at this point in time, to really do it, they've learned a lot. And it's also helped them in their investments, whether it's real estate, whether it's buying a car, whether it's buying a boat or anything else, it's all relative. So um, that's that's really the reason why I continue to do it to this day. But honestly, I don't have to do it, um, and mm -hmm. it's just a it's a blessing to be able to help somebody. Yeah, and you know, I think one thing that you know, and any service provider can go through this exercise and and ask themselves, listen, if I don't provide this service to the marketplace, what are the consequences of that? And, um, you know, where Nick, you've learned and amassed so much knowledge and you developed a skill set that's, uh, that's extremely valuable. Um, if people don't get access to your information and they're just like watching, you know, people spout off opinions on YouTube and then they follow that advice, uh, you know, and they don't have the opportunity to learn from you, there's a consequence to that. People suffer, people lose money, people get raked over the coals financially. And th there are serious consequences to that. You know, for us, you know, I know that if we, if I don't act, this is what keeps me up at night. 
if I don't act, if I'm not out on those stages and I'm not sharing what I know, um, business people will go out of business. People will spend ridiculous sums of money on public relations and other nonsense. Um, they'll dump all this money into Facebook ads that you know might not be working. Um, I can help them, <laughs> you know, keep keep more of their own money and and help them realize the impact that they want to have in the world. So I would imagine that plays into a lot of what you do. When somebody doesn't have to do what they do financially, I don't have to do this, right? right. You don't have to do this, but we do it because we absolutely love seeing the fruits and, and being able to see that light bulb come on for someone and say, oh my gosh, it works, right? That's the, that feeling is so addictive. Like it's like a drug for me. <laughs> it is. It's, it's, some, it's, it's probably the greatest feeling in the world. And um, when you can help someone, you know, Zig Ziglar once said, if you help enough people get what they want, you're always going to get what you want. And really, you know, we all live by that. We will have a much better society on our hands. Um, You know, not every time will I succeed. This is a humbling business. I'll be the first to tell you. Um, But when I started this company, it was in late, it was in 2007. And the market was like it is today, a roller coaster. In 2008, we know what happened with the financial great recession crisis. Um, but you know, all of our members made lots of money. Um, a lot of people were able to help family members. So right then and there, we helped you know, thousands of people through that crisis survive it. And you know, uh, I had a member once, he lost his job and he goes, I'm never going back to work. I'm just gonna trade now. And he's been a member ever since. And, that, that's kind of rewarding in and of itself that you could help somebody during a, a, a financial crisis where they lost their original job and now they're you know a full-time trader. Nick, how do you help people overcome the emotions associated with tra- trading? Because I know that, uh, you know, I, I've heard that, you know, argument a lot, you know, just humans inherently are just not good traders. We get too emotionally invested in what's going on and and our emotions are not what we should be you know, pushing buttons with. Right. So how I do it is, as I said earlier, I use charts and I'm always looking at the money flow and that's all I care about. I don't care what a company does. I don't care what a company makes. I don't care who the CEO is. I don't care about the PE ratio or the book value or any of that stuff. All I care about are the institutions moving an equity up or are they moving it down? And we just want to follow that. That's all it is. So if I'm wrong, I just, hey, I'm going to take my loss. It's a small one. I'm going to move on and we'll find the next equity. Um, that's the best way to be. You want to train yourself almost like a robot. You don't want to really have any emotional ties. One of the biggest uh, problems I see for traders is that they'll go ahead and they'll lose money in a stock and they'll try to get even with it. And I say, what are you, what are you doing? Stocks are for trading. They're not, they're not, um, you know, they're not against you. The CEO doesn't know you. The CFO doesn't yeah. know you. Just, <laughs> just trade it. Don't fall in love with it. You know, they're not, you're not going to marry the thing. It's just, you know, it's just an equity. You're just looking for money flow. Yeah. Um, Nick, how did, how are you able to build up in the moneystocks.com as, as kind of a thriving community and business? Like what were those initial things and, and how did you get people to come on board with you? And what were those first steps? So when I first started the business, um, what I did was I would put out a lot of free content mm-hmm. and it was just putting it out there. And uh, a website called, and they laughed at Noah.com. They picked it up. It was a financial website and they put me 
they had a little, is this guy using witchcraft was the headline. And they had a little story about me and I, I never even spoke with them. And above me was Warren Buffett. Below me, I believe was George Soros. So you're talking about two of the richest men in the world and here they stick me in there. Does this guy use witchcraft? How is he predicting the markets? And next thing I knew, I woke up the next day, I had 500 new members. It was just the most incredible feeling in the world. And wow. I said, oh my goodness, this is now a real company. It's a real business. Wow. Uh, and, and then what do you, where do you go from there? After that, it's really just been word of mouth. We don't even advertise. Um, basically, you know, we'll post up on our blog. Um, a lot of websites will contact us and try to pick up my information or any, anything that I do. Um, radio shows now contact me regularly, and I, I, I do the radio broadcasts uh, quite often. I've done a couple of appearances television-wise, and really that's it. I don't, I don't do any kind of real marketing. There's no marketing budget in this business. And this company. Wow. Uh, you know, so I, I got to tell you that I'm such a huge fan of that model. You know, give away what other people charge for. Um, just invest in your audiences, build that trust. And people just can't help but say, well, I already feel like, you know, we're, you know, we're best friends. Why on earth would I go to anyone else? Uh, you know, when, when you and I, uh, you know, have already spent so much time together. I think it's a great philosophy for growing business today. Yeah. And one of the other things I do in my programs, when I, when I have a service, I meet with all of our members. I, I meet with them every week, every Thursday afternoon at four o'clock, we get together and we discuss the market and they say, Hey, Nick, why did you do this? Why did you do that? Hey, great job on this. What can we do to bet? What can we do better to change it? So I'm always taking back, uh, taking in feedback from the members. And I'm, uh, you know, they can ask me questions all the time about the markets. And, um, you know, I think that's the best way to go about it. Be very transparent and open and, and, and let them teach them. Just teach them. A lot of people want to just learn. There are people that just want to fish. There are other people that want to learn how to fish. So we have something for everybody here. Um, and, and it's really just been a real blessing. Mm. And so, Nick, what would be a great way for people to kind of begin that journey with the work that you guys are doing at In The Money Stocks? Yeah, they could come over, um, take out, try one of the, the low-cost programs, see how it is, uh, come over, meet us, uh, come to one of the live broadcasts that we do, and we take questions from all of the members in attendance. I do that every Thursday afternoon after the market closes, and that's just the best way to go about it. And then you, you can see what we do because a lot of people post their track record and it's all BS. I'm in every single trade with these guys. Mm. I post it as soon as, as soon as I get it, we send out a text alert telling them here's the trade. So they get it live time. Basically, you know, a lot of times the members get a better entry than I get. So um, it, it's been quite, you know, it's, it's been quite incredible today alone. We had two options trades that already triggered for roughly over 60% in one day. So it's, you know, it's been a great, great journey. And even in these volatile markets, we're, we're still making a lot of money. Man, that's amazing. So Nick Santiago, uh, again, the website is in themoneystocks.com. Nick, you're the president, CEO, and chief market strategist. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and anything else that people should know, uh, just in terms of, uh, you know, what value you can provide them? Yeah, they can come on over, check out the website. We have tons of free content there. Read that free content, go through it. 
Um, look at all the different things that we put out and we provide and choose a service you might like. And again, um, you know, we try to just help people navigate through these tough times. It, it, it may seem tough, but it really, it, it's just about human psychology. That never changes. Human nature never changes. It never has. It never will. And the markets never change. They never will. Just have to know what to do um, at certain points in time when the trend breaks like it has now. But there's a lot of opportunity out here and hopefully people can benefit from it. Awesome. Nick Santiago, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.